You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. In almost every sport that you play, baseball, basketball, football, tennis, volleyball, pickleball, there are boundaries. The ball is in or out of those boundaries, and those boundaries help the game run smoother. And in life, we need boundaries. Boundaries keep us safe. They help us focus on what's most important in life. They help us improve our relationships by having, creating clear expectations and responsibilities. Um, boundaries protect you from being taken advantage of, of overcommitting, of overworking, of feeling overwhelmed, and from physical and emotional abuse or harm. Um, boundaries help you see evil that's coming and find, helps you find ways to get away from it. Boundaries are a form of self-care. We've been in a series called The Struggle. And we've been talking about healthy rhythms that we need to have in our life that helps us physically, mentally, and emotionally. And in this series, we've been talking about when we don't have these healthy rhythms, uh, how they can actually hurt us a great deal. And today, we're going to be talking about boundaries. And, and i got to tell you, as a pastor, sometimes I struggle with having boundaries. I love our flock. I love the people of Castle Hills. And there's always someone that has a need. And I want to be there for you. I want to listen. I want to pray. I want to minister to you in any way possible. And so as a minister, sometimes it's hard for me to put boundaries around my life because I love ministry and I love ministering to people. Oh, a few years ago, I was on vacation and one of our elders called me up. He was, he's not a current elder. Actually, this elder no longer attends Castle Hills, so you don't know who he is. But I was on vacation and I was enjoying my time and spending some time with family and just unplugging and just really refueling. And he calls me and I think, well, if he's calling me, it must be something really important. Because as a staff, we, we make sure that the elders know, hey, we're on vacation. Uh, try not to bother us unless it's something really important. And so I say, hello. And, and he says, hey, what are you doing? And I tell him I'm on vacation. And he, he spends the next 30 minutes telling me about his vacation. And in the meantime, I'm wanting to really get back to my vacation. And then at the end, he says, well, who's supposed to do carry out communion? And at the end of that conversation, I, I love this guy. I think this guy's amazing. But at the end of this conversation, I thought, you know what? I've got to figure out how to have some boundaries around my vacation. Some of you, you can relate to that, right? You're supposed to be on vacation, and then people call you, people email you, people text message you. I know a boundary that I've learned to create is, first of all, I try to really make sure that people know, hey, I'm going on vacation, I'm really going to try to unplug. And when I'm not able to unplug, or like this conversation that I had, uh, once it started up, guess what I started doing? I started thinking about everything that needed to be done at Castle Hills. Hey, I needed to call this person, and I, this needed to be done on campus. And so it was really hard for me to unplug on my vacation. And so the boundary that I've established is I let, I let my phone calls go to voicemail. And I, I, when the texts come in, I don't always respond to everyone. When the emails come in, first of all, I try not to check my email very much on vacation. 
But when they do go, come in, I pass them on to Richard or Jesus or one of our elders. And, and maybe that's something that you could do as well. Maybe you struggle with boundaries and, and you think, well, you know what? There, there's so many things that I need to do. But God may be placing on your heart saying, you know what? You know, during vacation, you really do need to unplug and recharge. Why I think that we need to, while we know that we need to have boundaries in our life, I think sometimes we confuse boundaries with walls. And I want to be very clear on this. I'm advocating for boundaries in our life. But there's a difference between boundaries and walls. A person who puts up walls says to themselves, I've been hurt and nobody is ever going to hurt me again. I'm not going to allow anyone to get close to me. And basically they wall themselves off. And so they can protect themselves from getting hurt. Now, a person with healthy boundaries says, I've experienced some hurt in my life, and I need to protect myself, but I'm going to be wise and discerning as I build my relationships. And if someone begins to hurt me or try to take advantage of me, I'm going to have a discussion with this person. And if it continues, then we'll continue to put some boundaries in that relationship. And see, there's a big difference. Building walls leaves no room for healthy relationships. It closes off the possibility of, of relationships completely. While boundaries is something that's healthy for us. And I know they're not always easy to have or to keep. I, I want you to think right now, what are some boundaries that you have in your, in your life? Of course, there's relationship boundaries, but there's a lot of other boundaries. And there's food boundaries. Maybe there's certain foods that you'll eat or you won't eat. There's physical boundaries. There's sexual boundaries. There's emotional and mental boundaries. There's spiritual boundaries. There's financial and material boundaries. There's time boundaries and conversation boundaries. Many of us, we struggle with boundaries. And, and I want you to also think, why do you struggle with boundaries? Why do some people struggle with, with boundaries? Maybe you have a friend or a coworker or a family member that struggles with boundaries. Why do we often struggle? I think one reason is fear. Fear of conflict, fear of angering people, fear of disappointing others, fear of being seen as difficult or selfish or being mean. And it's sometimes really hard for us to set boundaries when it comes to family, with our parents and with our kids, with our other relatives. We also tend to be people pleasers. I think that's one reason why we don't always set boundaries. We like people, we want people to like us. I remember when I first came to Castle Hills that first year, I had a truck and there were several people that would contact me about helping them move. And that first year it seemed like three, three or four times a month I would end up helping someone move. And one of our secretaries pulled me aside and said, hey Ronnie, you don't have to help move everyone. You need to spend some time with your family on Saturdays. And, and she had a lot of wisdom and and, and she was right. I, I love helping people. I loved helping them move. But at the same time, I needed to take some time to be with my family, especially on Saturdays. I, I think sometimes we uh, like to feel needed. We like to be rescuers. We, we like to help people, whether they need help or not, or whether we're truly helping them. We, we like to have that role. Uh, parents, I, I know sometimes uh, we struggle with this uh, we, we like to rescue our kids from any difficulties that they may face. 
Well, we don't want them to go through hard times because we know sometimes going through hard times is, is painful, and we don't want our kids to go through that. And so sometimes because, uh, as we're doing that, we actually invade some of their boundaries, and we don't have any boundaries whatsoever. Pastor Brian Moss said, If you constantly rescue your children from the consequences of their choices, you will be doing it for the rest of your life. Our, our jobs as parents isn't to rescue our kids constantly. It's to prepare them for adulthood, not for them to be codependent on us their whole lives. Uh, another reason why sometimes we struggle with boundaries is we're codependent on others. We might say things such as, I need to be in a relationship. Or at least in this, rela this relationship isn't all bad. It isn't as bad as the last one. Or they would be lost without me. They, they need me. And, and sometimes we, we're codependent. Another reason why sometimes we struggle with boundaries is we like to do what we want to do. And if we don't have any boundaries, that means we don't have to feel guilty. We can do whatever we want to and, and not feel bad about it. And so what does the Bible say about boundaries? If you look in Genesis at the very beginning, you see that Adam and Eve had boundaries. In the Garden of Eden, there was one tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil that they could not eat from. This tree was a boundary. The Ten Commandments are boundaries. They're boundaries that were put in the nation of Israel's lives. Dr. Adrian Rogers said, when God shall, says, thou shall not, he's simply saying, don't hurt yourself. Was, if I could go to King James Version where it says, thou shall not. He's simply saying, don't hurt yourself. Boundaries are a good thing. It's to protect God's people. I think one of the verses that sticks out to me the most about boundaries is Proverbs 4.23. It says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Above all else. And that means this is important. Pay attention. Above all else, pay attention. Guard your heart. Guard, literally to protect. Watch over your inner self to keep it from harm. It's like put an alarm on this, put doors, put locks, be careful. This is important. Dr. John Townsend, author with Henry Cloud of Boundaries said, the row of a boundary, whether it be the word no, or a difficult conversation, or you set some kind of limit uh, on a relationship, isn't about being selfish, but it's about guarding your heart. And guarding your heart means setting boundaries in relationships and other areas of your life. It may say, you know what, I'm not going to listen to certain types of music because it hurts my heart, or I'm not going to watch certain things. Or there may be certain people that you don't need to be around because they influence your heart in a bad way. And so we're called to guard our heart. Now when we say the word heart, we're talking about your soul, or, and it's even maybe, maybe deeper than that. It's the core of who you are. It's the, it, the, this word uh, talks about your values, your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings, your decisions, like everything. That's you, the, your, your heart. And so above all else, pay attention, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. Why is your heart so important? All of your actions, how you treat yourself and how you treat others, that comes from your heart. That's directed by what happens in your heart. 
And someone who had uh, some boundaries, who guarded their heart well, was a guy named Joseph. If you look in Genesis chapter 39, and he was a young man who was kidnapped, and he was working for a rich man named Potiphar. And Potiphar's wife really liked Joseph. If you look at verse 6, it says, So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing, except for what kind of food he had to eat. So basically, Joseph oversaw everything. Potiphar didn't have any worries. Now it says, Joseph was very handsome and a well-built young man, and Potiphar's wife soon began looking at him lustfully. Come and see, sleep with me, she demanded. And, but Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master uh, trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. That was a boundary for Joseph. I, I am not going to touch. I'm not going to do anything with Potiphar's wife. And like Joseph, we ought to have opportunities to cheat, to cheat on our spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, to cheat on an expense report, to, to cheat on our income tax or a business deal. And we have to decide how are we going to res respond? What boundaries do we have in our life? If you continue to read about Joseph, we see that Potiphar's wife continued to look for a way to trap Joseph. And in verse 12, she found that, that perfect time and grabbed his cloak when no one was around the house. And what did Joseph do? He ran away. He fleed from this. Now, Joseph still got in trouble with Potiphar, but he kept his integrity intact. And so we have to ask ourselves, what boundaries do we have in our life? Are we willing to put boundaries in our life? And Jesus had boundaries as well. If you notice, the religious leaders were constantly after him, looking for ways to trap him and criticize him. And, and, and Jesus recognized all of this. But he, he did not stand for their destructive tactics. He instead gently and firmly rebuked them. He forgave them and separated himself from them. If Jesus had boundaries, we too need boundaries. So this week, I want to encourage you to think about what are some areas in your life that you need better boundaries? Are there any walls that you need to tear down and put boundaries in their place? I want you to ask God to give you wisdom and guidance. Also, talk to someone about your boundaries. Ask them to encourage and to pray for you and to hold you accountable. 